Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. That's right, people just like you, doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and we're going to kind of do a bonus episode um, where I talk about Exegol, both how I did and what the results were. Let's move into our first segment. Let's building with Joe. So to start off, let's talk about what I flew. So um, I took a list that uh, did well for me in Galaxy's Past and um, kind of modified it a little bit with the points uh, and came up with this. So here it is. It's Kylo Ren and the Silencer with Extreme Maneuvers, Sensor Scramblers, and Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Commander Malaris and the TIE FO with Concussion Missiles, Scorch in the TIE FO with Shield Upgrade, Static in the TIE FO with Proud Tradition Ion Cannon, and Gideon Hask with Pattern Analyzer, Agent Terex, and Tactical Officer. So, how did I fly this? Well, I flew. Gideon Hass, Static, and Scorch all pretty much right together. And then Malaris was a little bit off to the side, and then Kylo was a little bit farther than that. And uh, the idea was um, I do as much damage as I can with Kylo and Malaris, and then um, Scorch, Gideon, and then Static would finish off, hopefully getting those three crits, which I got off a couple times um, <clears throat> over the course of the event. And it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but, yeah. Um, so that's the list. Um, let me know what you think. Let's go ahead and move on to the next segment. AMG Rules Forum. All right. For the first question this for this bonus episode, we've got Z95 models and dials. OP, with the larger Z95 models released, can the smaller models of and other faction dials for play in Republic Squad? Wow. Can use the smaller models and other faction dials for play in a Republic Squad. Okay, it's not just me. It is written weird. All right. <coughs> Answer. Players may use any Star Wars X-Wing miniature that represents the same ship type as the pilot in their squad. So, long as it is easily recognizable as a ship it res represents and has the appropriate ship token fitted to the ship's base and matching pilot card. This applies to official tournaments. You should consult with your organi organizer for casual or unofficial events, as this matter is ultimately up to their decision. Next question. TIE Heavy with Sync Laser Cannons. OP. Does a TIE Heavy, thus equipped, have no attack at range 1? Answer. A TIE RB Heavy equipped with a cannon still maintains its primary target attack and can attack at range 1. Next question. Drop launch device or trigger abilities after deploying? OP. Here we have a question. Can a ship resolve game effects that started with during the system phase in the same run when it deploys from a carrier ship? More specifically, after a TIE SA bomber deploys from a Xanti class assault carrier, can it drop a bomb in the same round? If the answer is yes, when will 
When will be the timing window to resolve? Before executing the maneuver, after executing the maneuver, after performing an action, or any time during the system phase? And two, after an Ada-2 deploys from a hyperspace ring, <coughs> can it use its intuitive controls to perform a purple boost or barrel roll action as an extra action other than the standard one? If the answer is yes, when will be the timing window to resolve? Before executing the maneuver? After executing the maneuver? After performing an action? Or any time during the system phase? Number one. Answer. Number one. Yes, it can. It would drop its bomb after it completes all of the steps of deploying, so after it performs an action. Number two. Yes, it can. It would use in its intuitive controls after completing all the steps of deploying from the hyperspace ring, so after it performs an action. Next question. Fearless against tracking torpedoes. OP. Asked on the wiki and was very curious if it works. Since the tracking torpedoes remote has a front arc, could Fearless trigger against it? I'm guess I guess yes, since Fearless only references the attack range and the defender never specifying shit. Answer. Yes, Fearless, Fearless can be triggered by this remote. Next question. Ships repositioning during the attack steps. OP. Hello, what happens when a ship repositions during the attack steps? For example, Scorch and the TIE-FO pilot. While you perform primary attack, if you are not stressed, you may gain one stress token to roll one additional attack dice. Is performing an attack while in Petty Officer Thanins, the Upsilon pilot, who reads, During the activation or engagement phase, after a ship in your front arc at range 022 gains one stress token, you may spend one charge. If you do, that ship gains one tractor token. Additionally, Scorp Scorch is equipped with Trickshot. While you perform an attack that is destructed by an obstacle, roll one attack dice. Well, this is a long one. The ranges and target are all chosen during Step 1, Declare Target. During Step 2A, Scorch gains a Stress Token, and Thanison chooses to spend a charge to assign Scorch a Tractor Token. Scorch is then barrel rolled, boosted, and any of these can happen. 1. Scorch, is no, lo Scorch no longer has the Defender in his firing arc. 2. The attack range has changed from 1 to 2, or 2 to 3, or from 2 to 3, or 3 to 1. The attack is now obstructed when it was not previously, or unobstructed when it was previously obstructed. What happens in each case? 1. Can Scorch continue through the attack steps against a defender not in the attack arc? If Scorch's attack is moved, from range 2 to 3 to 1, does he roll an additional attack dice? 3. If the attack becomes obstructive, can Scorch roll an additional attack dice with Trick Shot? If the attack was obstructed and is no longer obstructive, can Scorch choose to use Trick Shot to add a die before using their own ability to keep the extra die despite the attack no longer being obstructed? Thanks. Answer. Can Scorch continue through the attack step against the defender? Not in the attack arc. Answer. No. A ship cannot perform an attack against a target that is not in the attack arc. Next one. If Scorched attacks is moved from range 2 to 3 or to 1, does he roll an additional attack dice? Answer. Yes. The attack is now at attack range 1. If the attack becomes obstructed, can Scorch roll an additional attack die with Trick Shot? Answer. Yes. Scorch is able to trigger Trick Shot 
trick shot since it is now obstructed. And the last one, if the attack was, was obstructed and is no longer obstructed, can Scorch choose to use the trick shot to add a die before using their own ability to keep the extra die despite the attack no longer being obstructed? Trick shot cannot be used in this situation since the attack is no longer obstructed. Next one, emergency deployment and afterburners. OP, if a ship is equipped with afterburners while docked and is able to successfully complete a speed three or higher maneuver while emergency deploying, can that ship <coughs> use afterburners for a boost action? Or does the wording of emergency deployment after executing the maneuver does not have the opportunity to perform an action prevent any actions, even those granted by upgrades or pilot abilities? Answer. A dock ship that performs emergency deployment loses the ability to take its action given by the deployment, but this would not affect actions granted by upgrades such as afterburners. And the last one, actually that was the last one that we were going to read today. So let's get into Exegol. All right, in round one I flew against Alan Clark. And Alan was flying Stub in the Z95 with shield upgrade, Broadside with dedicated ion cannon turret, R4 astromech, proton bombs and delayed fuses, Hawk with dedicated barrage rockets, Night Owl commandos, Agile gunner, Contrail with crackshot, R7A7, precision ion engines, Alpha 3B Besh and seismic charges, and Rick Olay with Daredevil, fire control, R2C4, and advanced proton torpedoes. Um, I've I've got to be completely honest, I should have recorded this a little bit earlier because I don't remember exactly what happened um, other than, <coughs> excuse me, I did pull out a win. Um, I think I, I took out Broadside um, pretty early and he was not expecting that. And then I was able to come around and finish off Hawk and Stub. And I kind of left uh, Rick and Contrail alone a little bit, but managed to get the win. All right. Round two, um, coming off a, did I get the win? Gosh, hold on a second. No, scratch that. I'm misremembering things. I took a loss, uh, round one versus Allen. Um, I, I couldn't tell you, um, what I did. Um, but the score itself was, uh, 12 to 20. So, um. Yeah, and that was on salvage mission. Um, I think he he got more crates than I was initially expecting, and I wasn't able to knock them off, and I think that's what uh, kind of secured the win for him now that I'm remembering a little bit better. All right, next we go into round two, and round two um, I managed to score a win against J.J. Guron. Uh, 21 to 14, and JJ was flying Boba Fett with Fearless, Electro Chaff Missiles, False Transponder Codes, Marauder, Ahsoka Tano, Veteran Tail Gunner, uh, Iman Azamine with Notorious, Kiara, Seismic Charges, Rig Cargo Shoot, Andraste, <clears throat> and Proximity Mines, and Cannon Jarrus with Maul. Um, now, what I did on this one is I specifically went after Maul, or not Maul first, Cannon first to kind of get rid of that. And um, then I was able to put the hurt into Emon and um, 
And I, w I want to say I put a little bit of damage in Elon, then I killed Cannon, and I came back and finished Emon off, and then I was able to uh, uh, put the hurt on to Boba. And that round was Assault on the Satellite Array. Um, so I was able to get that. All right, let's go ahead and go into round three, and round three was Chance Engagement. And I was I flew against Cam Murray, uh, who uh, beat me twenty to six. This was a uh, just it was a it was a very close game until it wasn't. And what happened is in one round there was a fourteen point swing. So we were both like six and six. And then one round I just stopped rolling evades, and uh, he managed to take out. Um, what did he take out? He took out. Kylo Ren, um, Malaris, Scorch. No, he took out Kylo Ren, Scorch, Static, and Gideon all in one round, and just like decimated me. It was it was ridiculous. Um, for those that don't know, Cam went on to win everything, um, but that put me at uh, one and two going into round four. Round four, um, gosh, who did I fly against? I flew against Drew Brody, uh, managed to score a win 22-8, and Drew was flying uh, a bunch of M3As. So we got Gargor with Ion Cannon, Inaldra with Ion Cannon, Layton Ashira with Deadeye Shot and Ion Cannon, Quinn Jass with Deadeye Shot and Ion Cannon, Sarah Sue with Shield Upgrade and Tractor Beam, and Genesis Red with Shield Upgrade and Ion Cannon. And basically what I did against Drew, and this kind of worked out, is I just took a ship at a time apart. So I was just able to kind of avoid some of the traps that Drew was trying to throw my way. And then I just kind of picked his M3As apart one at a time and kind of reduced the effectiveness of his squad as a whole. Um, and, yeah, so so that was that. And that round was uh, Scramble the Transmissions. Then we move on to round five. Round five, so this is 2-2 going into round five. Um, I flew against Ryan Costello, and um, this was just, it was a hard game for me, uh, a 22-2 loss for me and ryan was flying uh anakin skywalker in the y-wing with instinctive aim ion cannon proton torpedoes r4p astromech synchronized console hawk with dedicated multi-missile pod c-3po agile gunner quirky craze synchronized console mace windu with heightened perception r4p 17 synchronized console and this is waste mace windu in the delta 7b and then nim click with R3 Astromech, Synchronite Console, Besh Title, and Ion Bombs. And um, what I can tell you in this is he just took me apart. Like, um, I tried to slow roll and make Anakin my primary focus, um, but I didn't get my ships in there fast enough to do that. And um, I, he, just, he just took me apart. <laughs> and it was a sad, sad run for me. So that left me... Uh, for those keeping track at two and three 
for the championship, which kind of, you know, is, is, I was hoping to get that, that three and two, um, but I haven't had a lot of time to practice. Um, and my, my skills are not as sharp as they once were. And on top of all that, I'm just a mediocre player at best. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that all kind of led to that. Uh, I will be playing in, um, uh, the Golden State Games uh, in November. I'm excited about that. And if you have any ideas on what list I should fly, I'm all ears. Um, couldn't... <laughs> it'd be hard to do... Well, I'd, I'd say I'm I'm typically good at getting two wins. Um, but I'd, I'd like to get more. I really want to go to Worlds this year. Anyway, let's go ahead and look at the mid-tier lists in Exegol. So we'll start with Alan Clark, who is flying Stub with Shield Upgrade. So Alan Clark, we already talked about his list, I think. Uh, yeah. So um, we talked about his list, um, but his was one of those mid-tier lists. He actually was uh, number one overall, um, which I, I have no idea how these, these points work out. I'm trying to go by mission points which is nine. Um, so, yeah. Whatever. Next is our very own uh, Jason Chung, who uh, has been a supporter of this podcast for quite a while. So thank you for supporting and congratulations on uh, your run at Exegol. So Jason was flying Poe Dameron with Predator, Heroic, R4 Astromech, Integrated S-Foils, and Proton Torpedoes, Wilsha Teslo with Ion Cannon Turret, L4ER5, Bomblet Generator, Engine Upgrade and Targeting Computer, BB-8 with Automated Target Priority and Han Solo, Shasha Zaro with the Belly Run, Ion Cannon Turret, Proton Bombs, Engine Upgrade, Targeting Computer, Finn with Elusive, Heroic, Perceptive Copilot, and Kai Thernali with Marksmanship, ICTs, Thermal Detonators, Engine Upgrade, and Targeting Computer. So what you've got here is you've got Poe Dameron and... Just a bunch of beef plus BB-8. And I'm including Finn in that uh, beef lift because he's he's kind of hard to kill. And BB-8 is just kind of the icing on the cake. Uh, he's annoying if you go after him. And if you do put that effort in it, you only get two points out of it anyway. So he's um, just not a good value to go after. But he can definitely earn his points back, especially in objective play. All right, next we've got Tor Walden flying Finn with Heroic, Predator, and Perceptive Copilot, Shah Cesaro with Belly Run, ICT, Proton Bombs, Targeting Computer, Engine Upgrade, Wilsha Tesla with ICT, L4ER5, Bomblet Generator, Targeting Computer, Engine Upgrade, Nine Num with Heroic, Pattern Analyzer, R3 Astromech, Integrated S Foils, and Jamming Beam. And Poe Dameron with Crackshot, Heroic, R4 Astromech, Integrated S-Foils, and Proton Torpedoes. So, same kind of idea here, except we're trading out... Um, what are we trading out? We're trading out uh, a Y-Wing and BB-8 for 9-Num. So, giving a little bit more punching power. Uh, so, but uh, the same general strategy there. All right. Next, we've got Josh Kalmuni. 
Flying Ray with Heroic, Novish Technician, Rose Tico, Finn, Engine Upgrade, and Ray's Millennium Falcon. Poe Dameron with Heroic, Ferrisphere Paint, R4 Astromech, Integrated S-Foils, Proton Torpedoes. Wilson Teslo with Ion Cannon Turret, L4ER5, Bomba Generator, Engine Upgrade, Targeting Computer, and Shasazaro with the Belly Run, ICT, Proton Bombs, Engine Upgrade, and Targeting Computer. Now, we've talked about this archetype before. You've basically got a heavy hitter in Ray, a heavy hitter in Poe, and two Y-Wings to just run objectives. And uh, whichever one you go after is going to be the wrong choice because the other one's going to come in and punish you. All right. Next, we've got Sam Durbin flying Alexander Callus with Saul Guerrero and Leia Organa, Jan Ors with Elusive, Perceptive Copilot, and Moldy Crow, Arian Kraken, with Elusive and Plasma Torpedoes, and Colby Sparato with Notorious, R4, Astromech, Cloaking Device, and S-Foils. So, uh, Jan pumping up Alexander Callus and, uh, or, you know, not. So, two fives, two fours. Um, Jan can really pump up whoever she wants. Uh, Alexander Callus rolling that four dice. Uh, Arian Kraken with the plasma torpedoes giving out actions mid combat, um, and Colby just a just a great value overall. So uh, I, I I can kind of see it. The only thing I question here is perceptive copilot on Jan, um, especially with Moldy Crow. Um, I get that that kind of lets her get her focuses back quicker, but I wonder if there's more uh, or a better upgrade to put in that slot all right next we've got one uh chaos flying anakin skywalker with compassion crack shot c110p spare part canister obi-wan kenobi with elusive r2d2 calibrated laser targeting contrail with crack shot r7a7 delta delayed i'm sorry delayed fuses alpha 3b besh and proton bombs and hound with satine craze Novice Technician, Agile Gunner, and Seventh Fleet Gunner. So this is almost Duncan Howard's list. Um, just a just a slight difference in what he's running on Hound, uh, but a good, solid list. If you want to know how to fly that, um, go back to the Fly Better episode, or maybe it was a Gold Squadron episode where Duncan talked about it. Um, just, just a great list overall. All right. Next, we've got Matthew Wilson flying Finn Rao with Swarm Tactics, Tristan Wren, R4 Astromech, Luke Skywalker with Heightened Perception, Elusive, Proton Torpedoes, Chopper, Spare Parts Canister, and S-Foils, Arian Kraken with Elusive and Plasma Torpedoes, Dutch Vander with Ion Cannon Turret, Magpulse Warheads, and R3 Astromech, and Arvel with Predator and Crackshot. So, um, lots of lots of action giving in this list, lots of uh, action sharing I should say. Uh, going on, um, yeah, this overall seems like a good list. I imagine you'd keep um, Kraken or Finn next to Dutch. Uh, Arvel kind of goes off and does whatever he wants, and whichever uh, one is next to Dutch, the other one's with Luke. So it gives you kind of that 2-2-1 um, breakdown that you can set up. And go however you'd like. All right. Next, we've got Nicholas God 
Flying, Emon Azamine with Zam Wessel Proximity Mines and the Andraste title. Kath Scarlet with Ahsoka Tano Proximity Mines. Marauder, Veteran Tail Gunner. And Q9 with The Child, Mandalorian, Babu Frick, Electronic Baffle, and Razor Crest. I mean, you've got three essentially high health ships backed by two agility. Uh, Q9 with The Child, The Mandalorian, and Babu Frick. Uh, is just a pain to kill. Um, Kath with uh, Ahsoka Proximity Mines is, I mean, she's basically like a mini Boba Fett, unless I'm thinking of the wrong one. And then Iman uh, is um, just a fantastic, fantastic piece. Uh, although I'm not quite sure why I put the Andrasta title on it, if there's no room for other bombs so anyway just something to think about all right next we've got paul nixie flying poe dameron with r4 astromech overdrive thrusters integrated s-foils proton torpedoes wilsha tesla with ict the larry droid bomblet generator engine upgrade targeting computer sasha zaro with belly run ict proton bombs engine upgrade targeting computer kai thernali with belly run ict watchful astromech Proton Bombs, Engine Upgrade, and Targeting Computer. BB-8 with Lamar or Larma Daisy and Finn with Heroic, Elusive, and Perceptive Co-Pilot. So again, right, this is kind of what we talked about before. A slightly different loadout uh, among the ships, but you've got Poe in the Ace with a bunch of beef and BB-8 that um, you have to go through in order to get to Poe. Um, so you want to be careful when you're flying this list not to present Poe too early, but also not to keep him back too long. There's a there's a fine balance in there uh, in flying that list. All right, next we've got Young's Rin or Young Ji Rin. Win, man, I can't, I just can't read today. Mr. Wind, or Mrs. Wind, was flying Poe Dameron with Heroic R5X3, Integrated S-Foils, Proton Torpedoes, Kazuto Ziano with R2-D2, Shield Upgrade, and Kaz's Fireball, and uh, Chewbacca with Notorious, Marksmanship, Ray, False Transponder Code, and Ray's Millennium Falcon, and Finn with Heroic, Elusive, Perceptive Co-Pilot. So this is an interesting Chewbacca squad. Um... But basically, you've got Kaz and Finn, which are going to be hard to kill. With Chewbacca, who isn't as hard to kill, probably the easiest one to kill on the list. And then Poe out there. Um, all of them... Sorry if my voice is kind of going in and out. My dog is over here demanding attention. Um, <laughs> all of them just... Uh, Yeah, uh, it's 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 a very interesting list. Um, I'm not sure you want to keep Chewbacca back, but at the same time you want to take advantage of his ability. Um, I don't know. I'd probably prioritize Chewbacca first. Um, but then again, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm a mid tier player, so that might not be the right call. All right. 
Next, we've got Daniel Leone flying Chopper with FCS, Dorsal Turret, Saul Guerrero, Veteran tur- Turret Gunner, and the Ghost Title, Arian Kraken with Elusive Fire Control System, Ion Torpedoes and Munitions Failsafe, Luke Skywalker with Shattering Shot, Trick Shot, Proton Torpedoes, R3 Astromech, and S-Foils, and Finn Rao with Swarm Tactics, Tristan Wren, R4 Astromech, and Phantom. So essentially, you this looks like you had Finn Rao on Chopper to start, and then um, Luke and Arian um, doing the the work, so to speak, to start out with Chopper kind of following up, and then you deploy uh, Finn Rao at some point to bring uh, whoever up to six. Um, yeah, interesting list. I like it. All right. Next, we got Elias Ikomondis. I'm sorry, I butchered your name. Um, Flying Empire. So, Countdown with Elusive Discipline and Tiber Saxon. Morna Key with Ruthless, Darth Vader, Triple Zero, BT1, and Dauntless. Moff Gideon with Ruthless, Tracers, Cloaking Device, two ISB Jinguists with Overtune modulators and Wampa with elusive. So you got a, a decimator with uh, uh, Jingo Jingo Wampa, Moff Gideon, and Countdown. So uh, this is going to be one of those lists that's going to go for objective points. Um, Countdown's pretty hard to kill. Um, Morna Key is pretty hard to kill. And then the four TIE Fighters uh, are just going to be annoying and not give you a lot of points, even if you do manage to kill them. All right. Next, we've got Marco uh, Tamilin. Tamilin. Flying Dutch with Belly Run, Ion Cannon Turret, Plasma Torpedoes, Braylon Strom, ooh, a B-Wing, with Heavy Laser Cannon, Shield Upgrade, and Stabilized S-Foils. Jake Farrell with Proton Rockets, Colby Sperato with Notorious R4 Astromech, Cloaking Device, and S-Foils, and Lieutenant Blount with Elusive and Trick Shot. So you got kind of this interesting Dutch salad, or <laughs> Dutch, Rebel Salad here. Everyone's at I-4. Um, pretty good bargain. Uh, five ships. Um, yeah. I like it. Some spike damage. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Then we've got Remy Dumais flying Kylo Ren with Shattering Shot, Instinctive Aim, Predator, Concussion Missiles, Advanced Optics, Munitions Failsafe, Enhanced Jamming Suite, Commander Malice with Fanatical, Cluster Missiles, Scorch with Predator, Fanatical, Advanced Optics, Dread with the Chaff Missiles, Skilled Bombardier, Proximity Mind, and Grudge with Elusive Chaff Missiles, Skilled Bombardier, Proximity Mines, and Delayed Fuses. So, essentially, Crispy's list. Um, again, I've talked about how to fly this one in the past. Um, it's it's a scary list. Then we've got Sandy Knapp. Flying Boba Fett with Fearless, Electro Chaff Missiles, Contraband Cybernetics, Slave One Title, Ahsoka Tano, and Veteran Tail Gunner. Koshka Frost with Notorious Triple Zero, Seismic Charges, Contraband Cybernetics, Marauder, Veteran Tail Gunner, and Cannon Jarrus with Maul. Um, this double fire spray cannon list is a solid archetype, uh, and there's really not an easy choice. 
for your opponent. All right, let me just look here real quick. All right, we still got a few more lists to go. Um, so we'll go Eric Garshaw, flying Poe Dameron with Heroic, Swarm Tactics, Integrated S-Foils, Proton Torpedoes, Zori Bliss with Dorsal Turret, R4 Astromech, False Transponder Codes, Wartime Loadout, Plasma Torpedoes, Kazuto Ziano, Notorious, R1J5, False Transponder Codes, Targeting Computer, Advanced Slam, and Kaz's Fireball, and Covenel with Heroic, Leia, and R4 Astromech. So we've got two fours, a five, and a six. So I can see Poe's trying to get Zori up to six to fire that plasma torpedo out. Um, Kazuto kind of acts like a flanker, and uh, COVID now is just there to support whoever she needs to support um, and then be a, a good mid to late game piece to deal with. All right. Next, we've got Ryan Costello, flying Anakin Skywalker with Instinctive Aim, Ion Cannon Turret, Proton Torpedoes, R4P Astromech Synchronized Console, Hawk with Dedicated Multi-Missile Pods, C-3PO, Quirky Craze, Agile Gunner, Synchronized Console, Mace Windu with Heightened Perception, R4P17, Synchronized Console, and Click with R3 Astromech Synchronized Console, the best title and Ion Bombs. Gosh, that sounds awful familiar. Pretty sure we already talked about it. I faced a list almost exactly like this. Um, it is very good at taking apart salads. Um, all right. Then we have Stephen Parker. Find Kythernolly with Belly Run, ICT, Proximity Mines, Engine Upgrade, Targeting Computer, Sasha Zaro with Belly Run, Ferrisphere Paint, Dorsal Turret, Proton Bombs, Targeting Computer, Engine Upgrade, Wilsha Teslo with Ferrisphere Paint, ICT, Bombit Generator, Engine Upgrade, and Targeting Computer. Lega Fossing with Ferrisphere Paint, Ion Cannon, Turret, Electro Chaff Missiles, L4ER5, Targeting Computer, Engine Upgrade. Finn with Elusive, Heroic, Perceptive Copilot, and Kaz with Notorious, R5X3, Contraband Cybernetics, Targeting Computer, Advanced Slam, and Kaz's Fireball. So for those that lost count, that's four Y-Wings, Finn, and Cass, which just seems like way too many ships. Um, <laughs> Resistance is in a good place with that. Um, but yes, I think those Y-Wings might just be a little bit too cheap. All right, moving on. Next, we've got Ronald Degum, Deguman. Deguman. Flying Obi-Wan Kenobi with Elusive, CLT, and Shield Upgrade. Mace Windu with Heightened Perception, R4P17, and CLT. Click with Dedicated R3 Astromech, the Besh title and Proton Bombs. Stub with Shield Upgrade. And Hound with Barrage Rockets, Night Owl Commandos, and 7th Fleet Gunner. So there's kind of a lot going on. I don't like Barrage Rockets and 7th Fleet Gunner on the same ship. Um, obviously, Ronald Ronaldo made it work. Um, but I think there could be some tweaking to make that list just a little bit better. All right. Then we've got Noah Fronapol Phil. Fronapol Phil. I'm sorry, I butchered your name as well. Um, flying Torkoal Mucks with Zuckus Proton Bombs, False Transponder Codes, Delayed Fuses, Gamut Key with Proton Bombs, False Transponder Codes, Delayed Fuses, Cannon Jarrus with Maul, 
Paylob with Notorious, Proton Bombs, False Transponder Codes, Delayed Fuses, and Multicrow Title, and Tapusk with Kiara, Proton Bombs, False Transponder Codes, and Delayed Fuses. You've got five, that's right, five Hawks that um, he managed to get more wins with than my first order list. So good job. I'm only a little bit bitter on that. Um, but no, in all seriousness, good job. Uh, Torkoal is a huge pain in the butt. Paylob's a pain in the butt. Cannon's a pain in the butt. Um, Tapus can be a pain. And Gamut Key, uh, I think just some slightly different loadout changes, at least from what I'm seeing. Um, and this list could be even better. Um, I don't know if it's like top tier, but it, it could be fun if you've got that many Hawks laying around. All right, two more lists. We're almost there. Sorry for the longer episode, but again, it's kind of that bonus episode. So we've got James Collins flying Finn with Predator Heroic, Perceptive Copilot, Kyther Nolly with Belly Run, ICT, Proximity Mines, Engine Upgrade, Targeting Computer, Sasha with Belly Run, ICT, Proton Bombs, Engine Upgrade, Targeting Computer, Lega with Marksmanship, Iron Cannon Turret, Larry, Proximity Mines, Engine Upgrade, Targeting Computer, and Poe with Marksmanship, R4, Pattern Analyzer, Proton Torpedoes, Overdrive Thrusters, Integrated S-Foils, Black One Title, and Jamming Beam. So uh, a little bit different. You've got... hmm. So P3A used to be a thing. Uh, Y-Wings are kind of the new A-Wings for Resistance, so this is kind of that same idea. Um, Plus you have Finn out there uh, being an extra pain in the butt. And then the last list that we'll talk about is Thomas Veal. Flying Boba Fett with Fearless, Proximity Mines, Slave One, Savage Opress, Veteran Tail Gunner, Cannon Jarrus with Maul, and Koska Frost with Notorious, The Child, Contraband Cybernetics, Marauder, and Veteran Tail Gunner. And so that'll do it. Um, we've already talked about that, um, that list overall. Um... But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally confused by these points. Wow. Um, just to make you all laugh, my strength of schedule, or I'm sorry, my MOV was negative 21. Um, anyway, um, I just want to see where it placed me, um, yeah, that that was weird. Anyway, um, if you've made it this far, thank you very much for listening. It really means a lot. And I couldn't put it in this podcast without the support of our patrons. Uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. Keep it up, and I'll keep trying to put out content you want to listen to. Uh, please consider leaving a review however you consume this podcast. It really means a lot to me. Um, and I read every one. As you know, I like to end every episode with a question, and this week's question is, should I fly first order for the next event in San Francisco? This is Sailor Joe, signing off. <laughs>